We're a unique podcast for families of faith. Produced by parents and pastors who understand and appreciate how hard it is to maintain your faith in a hostile culture. We're here to encourage and support you in the most vital role of all, parenting. If you're feeling overwhelmed and afraid, it's okay. You're not alone. Brilliantly Brave is hosted by two honest and engaging dads with nine kids between them. A road tripper, author, and pastor, Father Brad Mathias, and iShine founder, solo parenting expert, and all-around foodie, Mr. Robert Beeson. Join us each week as we explore and engage with some of the most intriguing, inspiring, outrageous, and awesome parents in the world. This is Brilliantly Brave. Hi, I'm Pastor Brad, and it's Brilliantly Brave podcast for parents. And uh, my sidekick's here, Robert Beeson. I am here, and I resent being called a sidekick. Yes, but it's true. He is, uh, he's the guy. He, you know, Robert is that uh, creative spark that all of us administrators need or we don't have purpose. Right? Oh, that's so sweet of you. It is. He's also uh, the best sock fashion person I know. That's that's powerful, Brad. Thank you. I mean, I, I've seen uh, hipsters wear socks, and I've seen teenagers in tweens, but Robert's sock collection is extraordinary. I, I'm just I'm yeah. thrilled that you noticed. Thank you so much. So uh, it's important that, that you know that the hosts of this podcast are dialed in, hip, <laughs> and <laughs> right. every bit as contemporary as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're coming to you from stylish Franklin, Tennessee, which is actually a pretty cool place to be. It's an awesome place. I think it's one of the best places in the world. Our guests today are from this immediate area, and they are uh, parents, uh, husband and wife for over 20 years, and they've been friends of the ministry that Robert and I help oversee, iShine. Uh, Aaron and Pat Schneider, they have three children uh, at different ages. They've got teenagers, and they have... um, primary school kids, elementary school. They've been homeschoolers. They've been public schoolers. They've been involved in some foster care. They've been active in ministry. Aaron has a history of being a worship leader, actually uh, produced and released a couple of independent worship projects uh, in the Christian music industry. And that's how I first met her almost 10 years ago now. So uh, without further ado, we'd like to introduce you to Aaron and Pat Schneider. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. So good to have you on. We've been looking forward to this. Well, thank you for having us. So, uh, Aaron and Pat, you've you've been in the bubble that is Nash Vegas. You've been around uh, the Christian music and media world for some time. Uh, You've interacted with it in lots of ways, and and I don't want to give away any of your story, but could you tell our audience just a little bit about who you guys are as a family? Yeah, yeah. Well, like as you mentioned before, we've got three kids. We've got uh, a 14-year-old that's a freshman in high school. We've got a 12-year-old who's a seventh grader in our middle school. Um, and then we've got a nine-year-old who's a, a third grader in the elementary school. So three kids in, in three different schools. Um, wow. During the day, uh, I teach at Belmont University. Um, and Aaron has been home with our kids uh, really since our 14-year-old was born. Um, started out as a as a home mom um, and started homeschooling the kids uh, up until their early elementary school years. Wow. Uh, and in fact, this is the this is really the first year that we've had all three kids in school uh, at the same time. Wow. That's quite a stay-at-home mom uh, raising kids. That's a hardest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, Pat has gotten a lot of phone calls at work for support. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. 
many, many days, I, I remember calling him and just asking for some prayer and just the support that I needed. But he's been a great, great sidekick to have. So, Sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Since you used that term earlier, I thought, well, I got my own sidekick here. And he's pretty stylish himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to know um, the Schneiders through, uh, why don't you give just a short little background on how we kind of are associated with you guys. Okay, well, um, I was scrolling through Facebook one day, and I saw an iShine audition uh, notice, and Addie, my oldest, was, um, she was about, I guess she was 10, around 10, and um, I saw that she met the age requirements, and so then I just kept it in the back of my head, and when you guys had auditions, I went ahead and brought her in for those, and she auditioned and she ended up getting a letter saying that she wasn't selected for that particular year, um, but that we should um, just be encouraged and go ahead and try her next year as she has another year to get older and just mature a little bit more. And so then when that time came to audition the next year, we went ahead and tried it again. And um, then she got the call that she was going to be part of the iShine team and um, that she was actually going to be considered as another girl to help take over the next um, generation of Ruby's girls. Yeah. So then that's kind of how our journey began. Yeah, that's it's been great. Um, your whole family has been awesome. But um, and 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 also say that. Um, Maggie and Graham have been uh, primaries in some of our video for our shock and awe program. So we've seemed to be very integrated into the Schneider family and we're grateful for that. <laughs> yes, us too. We've enjoyed every minute of it. So uh, this is Pastor Brad and I uh, am involved with the Schneiders as uh, at the local church level. And I've been able to be a part of their journey, part of their story. You know, each of these podcasts are unique and they share reflections from different parents and different perspectives. I'm curious, as you prepared for the, the interview today, what, what did you sense God would have you share with our audience? Well, the thing that I was really leaning towards, um, there's so many different topics that we've touched as a family, just even in the past year, um, that I really was trying to think of, you know, what did God want us to share this particular time? And what really uh, weighed heavily on me is the subject of homeschooling and also being in agreement with your spouse. Um, I think the biggest uh, word of advice I could give to families that are thinking about homeschooling or thinking about putting their homeschoolers into public school is to just be in agreement with their spouse and how important that is. Um, and really any topic in your marriage that comes mm -hmm. up, if you're not in agreement, um, right. just how hard that can be on a marriage. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. I, I, you know, I think there's a lot of parents who find themselves sometimes struggling, uh, to get on the same page. Um, one parent may feel very passionately about an issue like homeschooling or public schooling, uh, and the other parent may not. And so uh, if you wouldn't mind, explain to uh, maybe the parent out there who's in the middle of that, where there's a struggle and, and they're not seeing eye to eye on a topic. How did you guys get on the same page? Well, um, a couple things that I think help lead to unity. Uh, one uh, is... 
we were open, openly communicating just about how we felt about different situations, regardless of, of what kind of decisions we were about to make. Um, we really tried to be open and honest with one another about how we felt um, and then just make sure we were clearly communicating our, you know, our feelings. Um, and then we'd also make sure we coupled it with prayer. Um, so we'd pray about this stuff and we'd pray about mm. it together. Uh, we'd pray for direction and guidance from the Holy Spirit and just trying to make sure that um, we were going in the direction that God wanted us to go. Um, and so when we started out with communication and incorporated prayer into it, uh, I think that really seemed to help lead us in the direction of unity together. Uh, because we've, I mean, we've made decisions in the past where there wasn't much unity and we've done it where there has been unity. Mm. It's just a, it's such a stark contrast between the two. So, Right. I just had a flashback. Right when you said that, you know, I remember buying a car um, without talking to my wife. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, those those are decisions that uh, really should be shared, I found out. You think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happened some time ago, thankfully. <laughs> I'm still married. Uh, but, you know, that's a humorous – I know there are guys right now laughing as they're driving, listening to the podcast. Like, they know what I just said. It's true. I there's this uh there are these moments when we can just go off uh spinning by ourselves. And I I know we've all had those experiences where we make decisions. And the the biblical model of a husband and wife is this idea of helpmates, you know, that you balance each other, that you're a team. Um and so when you pursue something unilaterally, uh you risk kind of being out of balance. Um, if you guys don't mind, share with us a little bit about how you made the decision to to move your youngest from being a homeschooler to the public school system. I know that was a recent decision, and I know you've you had to work through that. Yes, well, it definitely was a very difficult decision to make. Um, I was more along the lines of wanting to homeschool Maggie again. You know, she was my third and last child in the house as far as like I know she's gonna be the last one to leave the house and I was you know she's my baby and it was very very difficult for me to think of putting her in public school Mm. Um, so I was you know at the start of the summer last year I was really geared towards homeschooling her and she actually wanted to be homeschooled again Um, she did go through a season in the summer where she was like well maybe I do want to do public school but she was kind of back and forth on it um And Pat was basically, he didn't really know where God was leading us. And he was not full on, yeah, I think you should homeschool. Um, I think he had some concerns about her continuing to be home just based on her personality and everything. And so, uh, yeah, we totally had to go through a process of prayer and discussions. And, um, you know, Pat was really feeling public school was the answer. And it was killing me. And Hmm. so I basically had to take it to the Lord and say, okay, God, you're just going to have to give me a sign like right in front of my face so I can just have peace, you know, because part of to praying and asking God for his direction is submitting to that answer. Hmm. And I felt like God had spoken to Pat that, you know, we were supposed to send her, but I just, I couldn't quite all the way get peace about it or submit to it because I just needed that extra sign from God. And uh, um, 
So I, I really prayed to him and he did go ahead and give me that sign. And the sign was no, she was not to be homeschooled. She was to go to school this year. Um, and I, that's where the submission part had to come in is, you know, you can't just pray about things and then, you know, expect it to go your way. You have to be willing to submit if that answer isn't what you wanted. And that's, those are the toughest times of prayer is just having that heart of submission when it's not the, the answer that you wanted. But on the other hand, when I did get that answer, that has what, that is what I have held on to for this whole past school year when Maggie was crying and didn't want to go to school um, and begging me to pull her out and homeschool her again. Um, that was very, very difficult for me to hear because my heart was to homeschool her. And so I had to go back to the way God had answered me so clearly. And also my husband, you know, him and I were in agreement and I had to go back and hold on to that as tight as I could in those times when she was crying and struggling to go to school. And then I was also able to remind Maggie um, because we shared our prayer journey with her mm. of how we came to our answer. And that's another important thing too is yeah. if your kids are old enough, share your prayers with them, tell them what you're doing, show them how God has answered you in such specific ways. And then you remind them, and you you have them hold on to it too, and and I oftentimes dropping her off, you know, when she was upset and didn't want to go, I had to just say, Maggie, we prayed about this. Do you remember how God answered us? And um, you know, and with little tears in her eyes, I had to send her off. And um, but I know she found comfort in that, and and it's going to teach her something about prayer someday and listening to God's voice. Absolutely. Yeah, I think. Um, any uh, parent who's listening right now can identify in one way or another with that struggle, you know, that letting go, um, the, the risk that you take as a parent, whether that's your third grader or your 13-year-old or your daughter just getting engaged. Whatever that is, you're in a process as a parent of learning to let go of control <clears throat> and then trusting that God has really got your back. Um, so thank you for sharing that with us. I know there are, there are lots of folks who are in the middle of making a decision like that. Um, what advice would you two give the parent who might find themselves divided on an issue? Uh, what advice would you give them? Well, um, again, going back to the idea that I think you have to communicate and then respect each other's feelings. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. Um, trying to go into some of these situations with an open mind uh, and trying to make sure that you're clearly hearing uh, what the other person's sh saying. Um, praying about it, uh, as we mentioned before. Uh, and I also think it's good to just reach out to people that are in similar situations. Um, mm -hmm. Try to lean on some people that have gone through uh, maybe a phase of life with their kids or uh, have had to make similar decisions and try to get their feedback. I, I think all of that is really important when it comes to um, trying to make a decision um, and, and trying to create the unity that you need uh, in order to, s to step into something together. That's good. Yeah, I, I know for myself as a parent, there have been many times when I was sure I was right and I wasn't. Um, 
and, and there's these moments as parents where we see everything from one perspective and we're really sure our perspective is the right perspective. And it's, it's amazing how when there's a spirit of humility, um, you know, where you're willing to say to God, look, I think I know what I'm doing, but if I'm wrong, I'm willing to trust you with this. And so, Aaron, I want to really compliment you as a mom where all of your natural protective instincts would say, you know, keep my daughter as close as I can and as safe as I can, you know, that you were willing and able to let go of that and trust God. I think that's amazing. And it's actually brilliant and brave. And so as, uh, as someone who's watching, thank you for being an inspiration like that. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not easy, but I actually hold on to those things for dear life because I'm not, I'm not always feeling so brave in the moment when I say it to her, but I'm speaking it in faith and then hoping the feelings come along after. But honestly, I just, you have to hold on to those words and those decisions for dear life, knowing that God is, is in it. Yeah, it's so hard when we're dealing with kids because, you know, there's a very big difference between um, what's doing what's right and doing what's comfortable. And I know for, you know, raising my kids, I want my kids to be happy and I want them to be comfortable and for everything to be okay. And sometimes, um, a lot of times, life is um, bringing us what we need in order to grow. And um, if we just try to avert the challenge that's right in front of us just to make um, our kids happy or comfortable, sometimes we're really kind of... Um, uh, hurting them in a sense by not letting God do his work by bringing them through challenging situations. And that's just a hard lesson to learn as a parent to, to let go and surrender to, um, to see there's a greater plan. The truth is that the, you know, they're God's kids before there are kids. And we have to trust that he as their, their ultimate father is, um, got this completely in control, but it's scary. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, when it comes to parenting, you know, one of your big goals is to try to prepare them to be functional adults and that's challenging it's yeah. challenging to be an adult and so if if as a parent your goal is to protect them from every kind of hardship uh i don't think you're really doing them a, a favor in that area because they're not going to be prepared to handle some of the challenges uh that will come their way if everything's been dealt with by the parent so right. i do think it's really important to you know for them to learn how to handle difficult situations, uh, even at a relatively young age. Um, and then, of course, depending on how old they are, you talk them through that process and use stories from your back uh, childhood and mm. such to, to try to you know remind them about times when you had to go through difficult situations. And that's, that's all part of that nurturing process, yeah. uh, really preparing them for, for life ahead. So that's exact. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I, uh, you know, equipping our kids rather than, rather than just, you know, comforting them. And that, that's important too, to, to keep them happy and comfortable. But, but I think something that God's really been working on me lately is just this, the idea of equipping them because they're, they do need to go out, like you said, into the real world. And the real world is, is very different than not everybody's looking out for them. Like parents look out for them. So they have to learn some of these lessons on their own. Right. Yeah, I, I so appreciate your uh, authenticity as parents and transparency uh, today on this interview. It's been, uh, I'm sure, a huge encouragement to parents right now who are working through issues where whether they're on the same page as husband and wife or not, 
Uh, I hope this encourages our listeners to really build that healthy foundation so that when you make decisions, you have the support and the strength, you know, to stick with it. But I also want to encourage our listeners that they're not only being parents in the sense of raising and equipping kids for the real world, which every parent is supposed to do, but they're also trying to transfer their faith to the kids that are under them. And so uh, when you include a spiritual perspective like prayer, into making decisions and, and children are allowed to see and participate in that, that's the special sauce. That's the thing I believe as a pastor that allows kids to see Christ in the real world. They get to understand how their faith could affect the life that they're about to lead as adults. Those are the things that they're going to go back to, I believe, as uh, parents themselves. They're going to follow your example. And so, What a wonderful uh, story you've shared with us today. We are very, very grateful to have you on Brilliantly Brave. And we hope in the future to follow up with you, maybe uh, find out how things have turned out in another year or so. So thank you, Aaron and Pat. Uh, God bless you, and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks, guys. Parents, remember, even if you may not feel brilliant or brave, you are For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 13. This podcast is a service of iShine Ministries and the Tween Gospel Alliance. All rights reserved. Donations to Brilliantly Brave are tax deductible at iShineLive.com. Review and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or on our webpage. And read our blog and connect with us at WordPress at BrilliantlyBrave.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Brilliantly Brave.